Ask the Podcast Coach for July 28, 2018. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is, that fun-filled music. That means it's Saturday morning. It's 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. And if you're like, wait, that sounds like free podcast consulting, that's because it is. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. Joining me right over there from the lovely metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, the one and only Jim Coulson from TheAverageGuy.tv. How's it going, Jim? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Award-winning and Hall of Fame, now officially Hall of Fame podcaster Dave Jackson. I told the chat room earlier this morning I had to sign a waiver before I came on the show. (laughs) So congratulations, Dave. Big deal. I got a chance to watch um, your ceremony, and that was pretty amazing. Your speech was perfect. You just did. You did the best. It was great. It was appropriate. It was perfect. Perfect timing. Perfect length. And I got to do a shout out to Daniel. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm speechless. It was amazing. His, whatever they call that, the warm up, whatever, that that speech, it's like the best man speech (laughs) was incredible. So Daniel, great job. I I was super proud of Daniel. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I guess we should do the, uh, I was trying to weigh this. Oh yeah, you gotta get the you gotta get the award out there. All right, enough sure. with the applause. Jeez. Yeah, um yeah. it comes in a cool box like this. Nice. And then uh like an official officially yeah. signed thing in there or what's that? Uh, I'm not sure what, what's, what, what this what's is. Con- congratulations. Hindenburg is proud to provide Hall of Fame inductees with a two year oh that's cool, with a two year Hindenburg journalist pro license. Oh nice. So I, I did not realize okay, that that's was what that is. I thought maybe that was an authentic uh, Hall of Fame number. Yeah. No, according to the box, I'm. I saw that on here. Do uh, they have a number? Like, <clears throat> do you have a Hall of Fame number? I don't think so. Number? I just saw on the box where it says Dave Jackson number two. Oh. So I'm like, well, that's not correct. And then because yeah. I'm because I'm sentimental, I saved my my table tag. Yeah, right on. And then somewhere I just stuffed these in here because I needed a place where it wasn't going to get smushed. Is uh, they had a um, uh, photo booth. So this is me and Ramona Rice from uh, podcast websites. Oh, that's great. Who's my buddy? So that's great. Um, yeah, uh, Emily uh, said, "Dave, you, you've got to get the cat. <laughs> you've got to get the cat munchies out of the background." I didn't realize it was even in there. But yeah, back here I, I see. So yeah, we. Will- oh, <laughs> I used to have a box of cat munchies. Yeah, I need something a little more sturdy. But yeah, what I, I need to do. Notice that. Yeah, <laughs> we are here at askthepodcastcoach.com/slash/live. If you would like to come in and share your reflections, we would really, really love to have you. As opposed to me reading them, Bernie was mentioned in the speech. Yep. As was yep. Jim Cullison. As was I, I Eric. You mentioned that was nice. Thank yes. You. Uh, but uh, simply go to askthepodcastcoach.com/slash/join, and uh, you can join in here, and uh, that would be really, really awesome. Uh, I did not go to any sessions except Terry Gross. Uh, what was nice is the last day there were no booths. And I was like, oh, cool. I can go to a bunch of sessions. Well, what I did was I slept in because there was no booth. And then I woke up and it dawned on me that the thing I thought that was really cool, because on one hand, it's kind of weird looking back. Like I didn't really get to hang with Emily at all. Uh, I didn't get to hang with Steve Stewart because he was doing the podcast pavilion thingy. Uh, there were a couple other people. Ken Blanchard, I barely saw. You know, people that I've known for, for years. Yeah. And, but yet what was really interesting is the night of the hall of fame. 
I came up to the fourth floor and I looked out and not that I know everybody, but I know a lot of people and I didn't recognize anybody. And that was one thing I was like, things are, I mean, this is, things are changing. This thing's really, really growing. And so I woke up Thursday. I'm all tired. I've been out since, you know, every night I was going to bed at like one or two, if not later than that. And uh, I said, I'm going to purposely take steps to talk to people I don't know. So, but I wanted to kind of chill because it's like the last day and we're all like, so I went into the speaker's room and just, I was like, I don't know you, I don't know you. And just kind of chatted with some people. I did get to uh, get to, it's one of those things again, where one of the biggest compliments you can give to people is like, wow, you're just like the way you are on the podcast. So I look over and there's Dan Miller with his wife, Joanne. And I said, Hey Dan, how's it going? And I've met him a couple of times, but I don't, I don't think he knows who I am. Um, And just sat down and, had a lovely conversation with him and his wife and ate some fresh pineapple and some stuff. And that was really, really cool. So sweet, sweet. Yeah. It's great. It's a great time. Great opportunity to meet people that you don't, you know, you don't normally run into great time. I think to connect with podcasters that you listen to that you never, you know, for whatever reason, you don't send them a note or whatever. I mean, we all, as podcasters, we all have podcasts that we listen to. Right. Yeah. And so it's great, great time to connect the, the, um, I was really glad and I forget whose live stream I watched, but Somebody live streamed the, your presentation, and I was really glad I got a chance to kind of be in on that from the front row. So it was somebody, it's it was probably somebody Steve, pretty close. Steve Stewart was at the table. I think it was Steve Stewart. Yeah, about and that's, yeah. that's why he joked. He said, "Oh, I know why I'm at the table." He goes, "You just wanted somebody with a good camera angle." I'm like, "No, man, I've known you forever." He did. A, he did a nice job. One of the things, you know, I've I've sat through a lot of those kinds of speeches, Dave, and and one of the things I appreciated both about you and Daniel. It's just your approach to it. Your your speech, uh, you know, I, I encourage you not to thank anybody. And of course, you went against my my recommendation. Right. That's okay. Well, but, no, actually, the real the real version is coming out Monday. Totally, totally. No, I get it. But you you really did a nice job of weaving in, like you know, um, you, at the end, you said classes dismissed, and like you had you mentioned Bernie in there. You had all your kind of you had all your things well, that you do in there. And that's that, was, that, that really. That's Craig. Craig was mentioning something. Uh, I was talking to Craig and he said something about uh, nobody will punch you in the face. And I went, oh, you know what? I I don't think of them as, quote, catchphrases, but there are things that have kind of come out of the show. And I was like, I need to. So I worked in the I just threw open my mouth a little bit. I worked in a couple, you know, and I was like, all right, that that that'll be, you know. And I was like, well, nobody else is going to know that. I'm like, you know what? This speech is for the people who listen to my show. But yeah, the, the coolest thing about it is, so here's my speech. It was on my phone. I, uh, it, the other thing that's hilarious about this, it's such a podcaster thing, is I get done and I'm like, you know what? That went pretty well. And I wake up in the morning and I start picking it apart, watching it on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. A little like, imposter syndrome, you think? Um, no, I was, re- I was, I went from, oh, this is going to be to like, once I got in the room, I'm like, I, it's, you know, in the immortal words of, of Tom Petty, the waiting is the hardest part. And I was yeah. like, I want to get up there. I want to do this. And I didn't know what order we were in until literally like two minutes. And somebody came up and said, oh, by the way, uh, you're, you're last. And I was like, oh, I was, then I was really excited because then I, I, I didn't have to worry about running over. And I loved to hit cleanup. I loved to go last. So that was cool. But the funny thing was, but in my head, the last sentence of my first paragraph is, and of course, I want to uh, thank my invisible sky buddy. And I said, sky body. And so in my head, of course, you have the voice in your head. It's like, well, there goes perfect. Way to go, buddy. 
you know, yeah. and then, and then the second one was somewhere in here. I don't even know what word I was trying to say, but I came up with choosing instead of chose or, well, I don't know what I was trying to say, but it wasn't choosing. And so at that point, and what really saved the day, cause I really wasn't that nervous, but I just wanted to be, I had this like pressure. I just wanted to get the words out of my mouth in, in some sort of coherent face. And so, uh, at that point I heard everybody laugh because I just was Dave. I was like, all right, I'm making up new words. This is awesome. And at that point I was like, what are you worried about? You idiot. You could fart the microphone at this point. Nobody would care. You're, you're surrounded by friends. And so, uh, yeah, so it was, and at that point I was just fine. So you just, you get through it and, uh, and, and it's always fun watching. Cause I, I, I always try to do my presentations at least a minute or two shorter than what's allotted because I'm going to do something off the top of my head. And I did, I did a couple of things. I was like, all right, well, I didn't plan on that. Didn't plan on that. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun, but, uh, it's, uh, it was also very just overwhelming. I mean, I, as I, I go to, to, uh, to go to the stage and like, I, I would love to see a crowd shot because like everybody stood up and that really like, Oh my, okay, don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. You can't, there's no crying at the hall of fame. Uh, it would have been acceptable, but yeah, no, totally. Well, and the one that Craig said, Craig, can I, sh- I'm sharing this Craig, but it was, it was just very touching. Craig said, you know, when you walk up there, we're walking up there with you. And I was like, oh, dude, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to make me cry. Yeah, say stuff like nice that. thing to say. So, I, I, I walk on the live stream. You can see, I'm trying to track down this live stream. If anybody can find it. Um, um I think it might be in the podcast movement. Well, that's the thing. I, well, Steve I posted it in the school of podcasting. Facebook group. Facebook group and I'm so trying I, to find out how to share that because it's a private group and uh, I it, saw it. So it must've been live on his, I looked on his side. Anyways, um, when, when they announced you definitely, you know, you're a grassroots guy for sure. Mm. Right. And so it was great just to see, I could see folks, podcasters that I knew that are on the wall behind you that listen to this show that, you know, were there for you. And that, that's just a great, it's just a great moment. It's a career moment, right? You get maybe one or two of these in your life. And for you, Dave, I think that was probably one of those one or two moments yeah. where this is the culmination. Think about this. It's the culmination of 10 plus years of yeah. work. Yeah, that's uh, it. I've already started working on Monday show because that's part of it. It's like, and I guess Pat Flynn did this in his, in his uh, keynote. But I kind of, my, my, the thing that's coming out Monday is almost a history of podcasting, but here's where I was at when this happened and blah, blah, blah. And here's what I learned. That's the whole thing. It's like, okay, it's not just history. It's not just thank you, but here's what I learned from this. Cause you know, it's the whole Dave thing. I want to educate people. Oh, there you go. Steve put it in the, uh, the, uh, chat room. So that's cool. I guess I'm not in the, yes, that would be awesome. Steve. If, group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I watched it live, yeah. and uh, and and again, um, I want to say this just one more time. Daniel did the best job I have ever seen anybody ever do introducing someone. I mean, it was thoughtful, it was well timed, it was relevant, it was thorough. You know, it was thorough. well, and it's those that position. It's really easy to just fake that one. Like you just okay, I'm just going to get up there and introduce Dave and right. say a few lines about him. But Daniel was in in typical Daniel form. He was so thoughtful. And, and what he put together, it wasn't just a, it wasn't just an introduction. It was a super thoughtful introduction. And it, you know, um, it's, it's obvious you guys have been friends for a lot of years. Yeah. So that's, as he was doing that, I'm like, oh my God, I am so glad Dave did not ask me to do that. Cause I would, I would have screwed that thing up for sure. Daniel did some of the best job. So I'm, Daniel, you should, he's in the chat room. 
you should uh, think about hiring yourself out for those kinds of <laughs> introducer. Well, I just, it was really good for me. It was like, you know, I needed somebody who knew me. Um, and then I, I Daniel's funny. I mean, he's, he's, you know, yeah. he's, he's, and, and I mean, I've said it before, Daniel doesn't put out crap. He just doesn't, you know, so he could put out a product tomorrow and I would buy it because Daniel doesn't put out crap. And so I just like, all right, here's somebody who's not going to embarrass me and hopefully not make me cry. And, uh, you know, it was funny because <laughs> I, some of the stuff I, when he's, when he started naming all the podcasts about podcasting, I'm like, Oh, good God, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, he went, he went back and counted and, yeah. and had, so, some, had some great things. Yeah. yeah. His energy was great. So it is a clinic. I mean, uh, so if, if you get access to this video somehow and Steve, maybe you could just post that thing publicly so we could all see it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris said if, if Ray was coming, would they have tag teamed? And I think that would have been cool. Yeah. So, well, it, it's a clinic. If you want to go back and watch the appropriate way to introduce somebody or to do, to honor someone, yeah. whether it's a roast or whatever, uh, just take Dan, just pick Daniel's, his, his time apart and copy it. Cause it's so good. I mean, I just, I couldn't find anything like that. There's nothing I would improve on it. He just did a great job. Yeah. So if you're, if you're ever doing that again, just watch that. And then Dave, your speech was super appropriate. So both of those, I mean, those were world-class moments from, from two really world-class people. Yeah. So congratulations to you, Daniel. Thanks for doing such a great job on honoring Dave. Cause he's important. He's super important to our community here. <laughs> we know Dave, this will be the last day we get to talk to you without having to get a waiver or right. you know, an autograph <laughs> or a picture or whatever. So. I did. I did get asked to sign a t-shirt. Nice. Illiquity. Um, uh, I forget what it was. I, she was talking about t-shirts and I said, Oh, I said, James from, uh, oh, and I gotta make sure I get the name right. Cause he, there's so I hate the fact that there are two t-shirt companies that have a very, yes, T public James from T public, um, had made me two shirts. He's like, if you want to give them away to anybody and I go, what size are they? Uh, and they were large. And, and, um, so liquidy came over and I said, oh, hey, you're a member of the School of Podcasting. I go, what's your shirt size? She's like, all right, my cool. She's like, you got to sign it. I'm like, what? I got to sign it? So that was kind of funny. I've never, I, I felt very rock star. Uh, yeah. When yeah, I did no, this. It's, it's pretty great. You know, I just come off of a conference like that for myself where all my listeners were there. And, you know, I must have taken, I don't know how many you took, but I must have taken 50 selfies yeah. you know, with people. And it's super fun. I mean, and I don't, I didn't even hesitate. People are like, you want to take a selfie? I just grab them, you know, bring it in, grab their phone from them and take a, you know, take a selfie. And uh, it's just tons of fun in that kind of, and I'm sure you are, it's, it's maybe a little surreal for you. Oh, dude, it was, it was the whole, what was really weird is we get done and somebody said, Dave, get up on this, on the steps and we'll take a family photo. So all your friends can get in and all of a sudden, and it wasn't like, it just like here came this and then another more people and, more, and also made this huge crowd. And it wasn't like everybody was jumping in that. I, it was like every person in that photo I knew. And that's when it's like, okay, it's, 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 it's getting weird. And it really was very surreal. Um, Cause people kept asking, how does it feel? And I'm like, it, I don't know. My brain is kind of buffering at this point. And so finally, by the end of the night, um, I kind of was like, wow, that's, you know, I'm holding this, you know, it's a, it's also a weapon. That's the other thing. I mean, things really heavy. I tried to weigh it this morning and because it's not made of like human, um, my Wi-Fi, my whatever, why things, cause it's trying to send electricity through it so it can measure my right, body fat. Right. Yeah, yeah. It confuses my scale, but that thing's easily five pounds, if not 10. Is it glass? It's, I think it's crystal. I, it's, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it's and it's got this it's got this star at the top, and literally, if I went like this, I'm pretty sure I could draw blood. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's amazing. How many did they induct? Uh, I want to say eight. Okay. Um, some of them were not there. One guy was sick. I felt bad for him. He'd had like a hundred and three fever. Oh. Uh, and then Father Roderick was in the Netherlands, but Keith and the girl were there, and they were very Keith and the girl. That was cool. That was good. I hadn't seen those guys in years. Um, and then the astrology woman whose name is escaping me. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a good time, but so I, I, I finally almost get used to the idea and I wake up on Facebook the next day and everybody who had made it got to watch. And it's just, it, here's another tsunami of love, Dave. And I'm like, so, well, you deserve it, Dave. It's, it's a, like I said, it's a career day. If you, as a podcaster, if you get a chance to work hard enough and you're lucky enough, to be uh, in on something like this. This is, it's, it's amazing. I can't. Well, here's the other cool thing. I can't, I can't say how good it is. Here's the other cool thing. Miss Eileen is in the, the chat room. She bought me lunch. I was like, yeah. nice. and Harry Duran bought me a beer. Every time I turn, I'm like, am I going to pay for anything this week? So, but you want Harry a lot on pictures. Yeah. Harry's, he, he's, he's such a great guy. Around. Did he get inducted into something or did he mm, get an award? For no. Oh, he got to, he got to rap at the end of Pat Flynn's. Uh, nice. Presentation. But here's the fun thing. I, I got to tell you the story of this. Yeah. Uh, it's the mic. I think it's mic me. It's this. I mean, this thing sounds awesome. Now it's a giant condenser microphone um, in a, in a really solid, like this is not box, but what this thing does, if you can kind of see, there's a big round cylinder in there and you can play, it, it works via, you know, you, you plug it in and what it does yeah. is it, micro USB. yeah, micro USB you can actually monitor through this, but what it does is you can somehow through an app record things on your, your iPhone. I'm not sure. I, I, I literally, I, this is as much as I know about it. I got a demo from this guy and what it does is it records the MP3 version on the phone, it records a wave file on the actual mic itself. And then it transfers the wave over to the phone and syncs the audio because it's got the audio of the MP3 in it. So you end up with really good audio and so this guy's showing it to me and he had a little stick in it. So it's me, David Hooper. And if I had my wallet, I would tell you the guy's name, but he's from the BBC and he's showing it to me. I'm like, Oh, this is really, really cool. And uh, so he's, we're doing a couple of things. He's giving me another demo and another demo, but as we're doing it, people are, I'm standing in front of the Libsyn booth. So people keep stopping and going, Hey, I inter- interrupt. I just got to say, Dave, congratulations. Well-deserved buddy. And I'm like, Hey, thank you so much. And I would go back to the BBC guy. And he'd be showing something else and it does this and it's great. And then if you do this, but look, it's this thing. And then somebody go, Hey Dave, I, I hate to interrupt, but just dude, can't wait for tonight. Well-deserved. So this goes on like literally like every four to five minutes. And it's again, a little overwhelming. Yeah. So this guy doesn't know who I am. He has no clue. And, and so, uh, and so Frank's like, well, tell me a little bit about yourself. All right. I've been podcasting since 2005 school of podcasting, yada, yada, yada. And so all of a sudden he's like, Oh, he goes, are you going to be here for a little bit? And I'm like, yeah, I work for lips and I'm going to be at the booth. So he comes back and he goes, uh, I just, I just emailed the Mike me people. And he goes, uh, this microphone was supposed to go to Reuters, but I told them, Hey, I'm talking to Dave Jackson and he appears to be a person of influence. And so they Googled me and they're like, he goes, this was supposed to go to Reuters. He goes, and they said, Oh no, give it to that guy. Nice. And so I go, Oh great. I get to play with it. I go like, what's, what address should I mail this back to when I'm done with it? He goes, no, no. That's yours. Wow. Nice. So, and I guess they have a Kickstarter program because this is like around 300 bucks, I guess. Um, and it, do, it sounds super warm. 
and it was designed for musicians to like put up and then have your guitar and sing that. And, uh, but, um, they have an, I think a Kickstarter program one for one twenty nine that has a slightly smaller condenser, but, um, yeah. So he gave me the book that explains, nice. he, he said, you're going to have to plug it in and probably update the, uh, the, uh, whatever you call the internal circuitry. I, my brain is still not, um, but anyway, update the, uh, the mic itself, the guts of it. Cool. Yeah. That's so, cool. And I was like, well, there those you go. Those are great moments, aren't they? Yeah. I was like, excellent. Those, so those, uh, all I have, all I have is a Reuters t-shirt. So it's, I don't, I don't, I'm not that cool. Apparently it's M I K M E. I don't know if it's Mike me.com. He puts it in and I'm getting a website. Yes. Much more than a microphone capture songs, speech and videos and studio quality, standalone recorder, wireless smartphone and USB microphone. You go to Mike me, M I K M E.com. So there you go. I don't know if that was worth it. You'll have to test that. I wonder if that would make a good, like a conference mic. Yeah. Well, that was the the thing that was interesting is it was me. And again, we're picking up three people and we would just say, Hey, we're, we're here at podcast movement. It was me and David Hooper. And I wish, I really wish I had my Chris something super nice guy. You said it has a monitor out on it. It does. Yeah. Let me show you the back of it. It's got a, uh, it's got a volume knob. It's got a plus and mine. It comes in this little cool little case. Uh, but the back of it has, you said, trying to little tripod for it. It's got a little, camera. got a little tripod. You got a, you got a monitor out of it. You've got uh, a plus and minus there for volume. And then I'm not sure what these two buttons over here. Cause I haven't read the manual yet, Yeah. but it's, I mean, this is like, cause he dropped it at one point. I was like, Oh no, he goes, no. And it's, it is, this is like a steel. This is like, yeah. ow, that actually kind of hurts my finger to do that kind of case. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was is like. The button on the top? Uh, the button on the top uh, changes. Well, here, let me see if I can turn it on. Uh, picture, it's red, but. In yeah, your- it's red and it, it changes to blue depending on. If you're recording. What you're doing, yeah. And I think it has to, I think I you start the recording with your phone. Okay. That's how it works. So I can't okay. get the light to come on, but it's. Does it's, it have cables to connect it? I mean, so. He had, it? he had, yeah, he had plugged in a cable. I think he Bluetoothed it into, yeah, there's some sort of Bluetooth okay. technology in it. I think nice. that's how the MP3 gets to the phone. Oh, I got you. And then the, the, the micro USB is for charging. So it must have a battery yeah. in there as well. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not, I'd have to, I haven't had a chance to read the manual or play with it, but I just know when he was demoing it to me, I'm like, this is sweet. This is a cool little thing, especially for people that are doing, you know, uh, conferences and stuff. Cause it D&H was, has got some great photos of it too, by the way, if you want to go, they've got it with the cover off of it. If you kind of want to go in and see the internal workings of it, if you head over to the B and H site. Yeah. It, it seems like Daniel says, it seems like there's an internal shock mount. Uh, it it seems like it, it yeah. seems like it. It's, it's got that. I mean, there's the microphone. You can see the, the goldness of it. And it's got, if you, B and H has got a really good picture with the cover off and you can see oh, there nice. are, there's a like a shock mount um, plastic maybe that goes around the microphone. It's it's it looks cool. And then yeah. I get home. Yeah, and then I get home, and this is waiting at my doorstep. Nice. The uh, the Tascam uh, model number not on the box. Um, it's the one with the two plugins. Seriously, there's no oh U two forty two. Hold that up at the screen for a little bit longer, and then and then talk. Yeah, it's the Tascam U242 Audio Interface and Internet Broadcast Studio. The Tascam Mini Studio Creators, your personal production and online broadcast studio featuring a professional quality audio interface 
Um, and a number of unique real-time effects. The mini studio creator delivers everything you need to become the next internet sensation. I had one of these when they were like, like not even officially released yet. And I played with it and I don't remember why, but there was something that I didn't like about it. And I thought it was like mm, a little buggy. And so Tascam actually has, I think it's called Tascam Talkback, has an official podcast and they were talking about it. And I was like, and they said that they released it went to, it might've been PodFest, got a bunch of feedback and they're like, oh wait, podcasters actually want tracks, you know, different tracks with different people, et cetera, et cetera. And they didn't realize how geeky we wanted to get with this stuff. So they went back and changed it. And I emailed them and said, Hey, I think I had the original version. Can I get one to play with? So I don't know that I get to keep that. I, I think I have to send that back, but they were nice enough to, uh, to send me one. So say the, say the model number. U242, the Tascam U242 mini studio creator dual xlr trs microphone inputs and 48 phantom power support as well as a quarter inch high z input to plug in electronic guitar or bass four band eq and compressor give you total control over your sound full featured audio interface connects to your windows pc mac or ios device optional camera kit is required for that but yeah it's pretty slick from what i've seen i played with it before and i remember you could have like like if you want i could probably do this show with it i could have like the intro music set on a button and, and, you know, I could have, uh, the high LPR 40 jingle set. So in case anybody says the magic word, you know, I could have that set. Um, anyway, so anybody, uh, if you have any, if you'd like to come on and share your reflection, anybody go to any sessions? Like Dave, um, any learning for you, you know, cause so we spent the last half hour, you know, kind of mm-hmm. the highlights, right. Of right. how great it was for you. Any, any learning for you in, in any of the, you know, you shared a few things with the mic and stuff, but anything you learned out there that, uh, that any take good takeaways, takeaways, um, for yourself. Hey, well, while you think of that question, let me just share this really quick. I'll give you a second. So, yeah. you know, you don't, uh, I had a, I had a listener pass away this last weekend. Ooh. And you don't normally know that, right? But this was, it happened to be a family member. Uh, my, my niece, yeah, my, my, my wife's oldest brother's niece, her husband was out swimming in North Carolina and got pulled into riptide. They, oh. they got him, but they couldn't revive him. But he was a big home gadget geeks listener. And he used to email me all the time. And whenever we were doing family gatherings, we'd only talk about the podcast. And that is a, that's a weird thing. Like you don't, when you go into podcasting, you don't think about losing your listeners, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so we talked to, I opened the show this last Thursday talking and just, it's kind of, you know, you, you get an opportunity. We're a pretty night, uh, we're, we're a pretty tight niched audience over there at Home Gadget Geeks. And you just, it's, it's one of those things you don't really think about having to cover. Mm. Like, what do you do when a listener dies? I've had, I had a really involved listener pass away on, um, uh, on my Gallup podcast stuff, who was a big member of the community. And you kind of got to mourn that a little bit as a community. It's, yeah. it's one of those things you got to give people some space to kind of mourn or reflect. And so it just, it's just kind of interesting. It was an interesting experience for me. And I think, you know, as we, as we talk to other podcasters, that's going to happen in your podcast. You're going to lose a listener. And, uh, and just kind of a sober moment kind of makes you realize, you, you know, what's important and what you do. And why it's important and yeah. how it creates community. So it's just a interesting experience this week. All right. I gave you some time to think about. Yeah. My main takeaway was probably from my session. I got to work with Jeff Brown and he talked about uh, one of the things in our presentation, because it was all about how to start off your show. And he called it the restaurant booth. 
effect. So let's say I interviewed Jim. There are two ways I can introduce this. I could say, hey, uh, coming up, uh, I talked with Jim uh, Collison from uh, TheAverageGuy.tv. He's got Home Gadget Geeks, and uh, we talked about home and gadget and geeks, and I'll be hearing that in a minute. Uh, so, And then I introduce it. Well, here's my talk with Jim. And then you listen to it, and then I get done, and I go, well, here's what we learned with Jim. What what Jeff likes to do is what you're going to hear in a second is uh, this conversation I had with Jim Cullison. We're going to, we are going to hear how blah, 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 blah. And he says it in a way that instead of making you a voyeur where you get to listen to me talk to Jim, you're sitting next to the table. And he said, if you can remember, occasionally turn to the audience. And if I say, you're going to love this because Jim loves, uh, what's that one weird coffee thing you do? The milk? Nespresso. Nespresso. But isn't there some sort of whisper thing? You Yeah, there's a frother. Yeah, that's it. I go, you are going to love this. Jim is all about the froth. So, because he's a guy. So I'm now talking to my audience, which is Jim is probably sitting there going, who's who's Dave talking to? But I'm like, you're going to love this because Jim is all about the froth. And it's like, so Jim, tell us about your favorite frother. And then you go into it. It's a, and I was like, you know what? That's, that's a cool little technique to, you go from, all right, well, you sit there while I talk to Jim and then we're done and I'll tell you what you should have learned. It's a cool little, and I was like, it's, it's real subtle, but I was like, that was a cool, I was like, all right, I'm writing that down. That's, that's, uh, that's kind of cool. Kind of acknowledging the audience as, as being there. Yeah. Um, and, and I think easier to do, we do this a lot probably because we have a live audience. And so we're constant, I think we're constantly doing that anyways, because we're referring to them and we're, we're, we do have a third person out there that's mm-hmm. actually out there who can respond to us. So I think that's easier to do in a live show. I think it's a lot harder to do when you're solo, you know, when you're solo podcasting yeah. and you're just talking to the, I don't know how you guys do that. I'd, I'd be awful at that. <laughs> oh, yikes. So, uh, People in the chat room are saying, I heard this too, that the anchor session was just a giant pitch. I, I'd heard that. And I, you know, you're going to have that sometimes. It's it's really tough when you are running an event to, you have sponsors that want to talk and you don't want to make it pay to play. But on the other hand, sometimes sponsors have a great insight and it's just a matter of, are they going to just pitch? And you know, if it's a new sponsor and it's a new, you know, you don't know until you get them up there and you can tell them all day long, please don't make it a pitch fest. But it's, I think it's, they're, they're paying good money for that. Radio public did the same thing last year. I mean, they're, they had six sessions and they were all big, gigantic pitches. Yeah. I did meet a guy from, from radio public and it was just a like, Hey, let's put a name with a face kind of thing. And he thanked me. He goes, I, I heard your episode. He goes, he goes, I'm, I, he goes, I appreciate the fact that you kind of poke some holes in our system. And I was like, well, I was just, you know, and he goes, no, no, he goes, don't, he goes, we, we actually need honest feedback. He goes, so I really appreciated that. So, um, but I think they're honestly trying. Yeah. Radio Public. I think they're trying. I think yeah. they have their, they have podcasters best interest in mind when and, they're doing this, but it's, it's hard. And I got to see the, the lovely and talented, uh, Addy Sauc- is it Saucedo? Saucedo? Saucedo. Is it? Saucedo. That's why I just say Addy. I just uh, say it really fast. She, that's it. <laughs> um, well, she's like, she's like Liberace. There's only one Addy. And uh, she's now working for Simplecast. She's like, I have a big announcement oh. coming out. And she goes, I hope we can still be friends. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's the deal? And so. Um, Good for her. Good for her. She's great. She's salt of the earth. Oh, she there, is. She's awesome. There isn't. There, I don't think there's anybody nicer than Addie. You know? Yeah. She's just super nice. This is, I mean, like, this is the brand you want. I think you want as a podcaster. Oh, yeah. But he loves Addie. Well. And, you know, you just, it's, it's a great brand. I will, I will name redacted 
but there was another media hosting company there that I wanted to talk to. And I saw them definitely two, maybe three times at night. Of course, all the podcasters hang out by the bar and there was a support person. And every time I saw her, uh, literally was having a hard time walking, like not a little tipsy. We're talking. And I, I, I mean, I spoke drunk for 10 years with uh, my ex-wife, number one. And I, I was a little rusty when it's like, I said, Oh, don't you work for so-and-so? And he's just like, ah, six of the poor. Wow. And then the, the CEO walked up and, and he was not feeling any pain at all. And I was like, and that's where I was like, well, on one hand, I could see where, you know, my, my mantra is go where your audience is and make friends. But I was like, like I will have a, an adult beverage when I'm out and about, but I, I usually make a point to not number one, I'm a total lightweight. I, I don't drink hardly at all ever period. So you give me two beers and I can't feel my face. And uh, so I always try to keep a handle on that. But uh, that was, I thought was in And I was like, all right, Dave, you're being a little judgmental here, buddy. And I'm like, I just, that's not the way I would want to represent my company being absolutely blotto. <laughs> I, I wear a lot of, I'm, I'm wearing one now, right? I wear a lot of Gallup gear. Mm-hmm. And um, in fact, the other day I was thinking, I'm not sure I, ha- I don't have a shirt that doesn't have a Gallup logo on it now. Yeah. I celebrated 11 years of Gallup uh, last week. And, Congrats. Uh, thanks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's been, it's been a good run, but I have acquired a ton of gear from them. So like every shirt has Gallup on it and I have to really be careful when I'm out in public. Uh, one, the way I respond to people. Uh, two, the way I drive. And three, like if if we are doing an after hours party event, just for those reasons. And it shouldn't be something you have to do. But I think, you know, if you're a podcaster and you've got your brand on and you're representing your podcast, you know, hey, no judgment here, but but you are representing a brand. Yeah. And and whether it's your brand or somebody else's brand, I think it's really really important how you conduct yourselves. Is is being a little tipsy on a after party a problem? No. no. Is being an ass in public when everybody's sober a problem? Yes. Like I think, Dave, that's actually worse. If you ever want to do anything to F up your brand, just do something stupid or yell at somebody in public with your logo gear on. Like Yeah, they know. they weren't being belligerent or anything like that. Yeah, but it was just know, right on. Right you, just, you just go to them, I'm like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, yeah, yeah, no. I was like, right wow. On. I'm just saying, I, I think it's important, especially at these kind of situations, whether you're working for somebody else or you're working for yourself. Yeah, be careful with that. How you present yourself. And that's just not always at an after party. Yeah. That can be the way you treat uh, the hotel staff or the way you treat the cab, you know, the cab driver or the Uber driver or others that are around you. I've been at some conferences and I've seen some people just go off. Yeah on on staff in their in their you know they're in their logo gear and oh like, man oh yikes yeah. i'm not sure that's the kind of brand you necessarily want so i yeah. I, I just say be careful when you're in that you know when you're in that situation well you know who always behaves well uh yeah, at, awesome at parties supporters. our awesome supporters so we want to thank uh josh liston from on the bubble podcast.com greg over at debtshepherd.com where he teaches financial wellness uh jonathan bloom be great today. It's weekly inspiration. You can find that at weeklyawesome.com. Glenn the Geek Hebert over at horseradionetwork.com. Josh Rivers from podcastingexperiments.com. Max Trescott uh, from aviationnewstalk.com. And Shane from spybrary.com. And I believe that's all of them. Yes. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, simply go out to askthepodcastcoach.com. 
slash awesome. Thank you to all the awesome supporters. I really do deeply appreciate it. Here's my takeaway. Don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. So the cool thing was I wasn't, I was literally just eating dinner most nights. I was just, you know, I was just running around all day. And so I forget it was after, it was after the awards and I was like, okay. And a bunch of people were going to go out drinking and I was hungry. And so was a liquidy who was also a member of the school of podcasting. She's like, I haven't eaten yet. And I'm like, me neither. She's like, you want to go get something to eat? So we did. And of course she's the host of the travel gluten-free show. So she's like, you got to eat gluten-free. And I'm like, all right, I'm following your lead. And uh, there was a bunch of places to eat, which was really cool. I ended up eating some sort of shrimp. And then we had some sort of chicken thing. It was all, it was all awesome. So it was really cool that we had to have dinner. So there was one, I was like, oh, am I going to like gluten-free food? Yeah, it's actually, it was quite yummy. And then the next night I went to dinner with, it was me, Rob, and a guy from Transom, Transom.org. That's a, a radio kind of thing. Uh, and some folks from Hindenburg. And they took us to a Belize. Is that a country? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Belize. Uh, yeah. Belize uh, restaurant. And I told him, I said, I usually don't. Cause when they asked me and I'm like, I usually like, I'm kind of a meat potatoes guy when I'm on the road. Cause I don't want to experiment. Cause the last thing you want is things not to agree with you when you got to talk at 10 o'clock in the morning the next day. And so we went to this Belize restaurant and then they said, this is Jeff's favorite restaurant. He's been coming here for 28 years. We're just going to let him order. And I was like, Oh, Oh, this is, I'm so not in my comfort zone here. And so I explained to them, uh, he goes, anybody have any food allergies? And I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of mushrooms. And he's like, all right, that's cool. None of those in there. And he ordered like six different dishes. And it'd be like, I still, if somebody said, what did you eat? I don't know. The one thing had cabbage and ginger and sesame seeds or something, but it was all yummy. Kung Pao beef was in there somewhere. It was all quite yummy. So it was something where I was kind of dreading it, not because of the people, but I was like, oh, this could be, this could be horrible. But in both cases, I kind of had to go outside of my comfort zone. I did and came back with really, really cool responses. So nice. Nice. Yeah. um, Yeah. But you're right. You have to be careful. Like on the road, you've got to be careful. If you're waking up the next morning, you know, in an, in a different location and you're not away from home and you got to perform the next day, Yeah, you got to be careful. You can't, you know, experimenting is not always an option, but it is good. You know, it's good to try different stuff and, and get experiment. We've been experimenting, you know, we, we've been doing this whole hello fresh experiment at, at our house just to see if this could work for us. And it is really, you talk about getting outside your comfort zone. They just send you stuff and you have to eat it. Right. And, um, uh, they've been, we've been trying some new things there that have been delightful. And so I, I, I agree with you. Sometimes you got to put yourself in a situation where you're doing something a little bit different, trying something a little bit dif- different. Cause I think you'll, you'll, you'll find that you'll pick some things up that, that uh, will be very beneficial for you. Chris said, there's a, a thing there called podcast in a box. I forget the name of it. I thought it began with an S, but I could be wrong. Chris Nessie is saying uh wildfire maybe. But it's a new service. I'll be interested to see if this works. You plug in an Ethernet cable. You plug in, I'm assuming, a microphone. And it's a media host. And that's about as much as I know. I'm not sure how much editing you can do with this thing. But it looked interesting. It, I want to say it was 50 bucks a month. And again, I I thought I saw that, but I'm about 5% comfortable with that answer. But you rented it. You didn't buy it. It was like 50 bucks a month for the hosting and the box. And it was like, that's kind of an interesting. So that's one where I'm like, I'm not sure that's for me, but I'll be interested to see if people jump on that. Cause uh, depending on how much you could edit and uh, ethernet or Wi-Fi, Oh, that's cool. 
So I'll be interested to see how that works because when you start to combine multiple items, you know, okay, it's a recorder, it's an editor, editor question mark. It's the, it's the recording thing, but it's also the host. That's where you go. Did they do both really well? Or is it really a great recorder and their hosting is meh? Or do they have really good hosting and the recorders? Okay. You know, or are they both kick butt? And that was one booth I wanted to visit and I didn't. There were a bunch of, I did see the uh, Descript and this is a transcription service on the Mac. And what's interesting and I didn't realize is what the idea is it transcribes it and then you go into the transcription and you delete the words and it deletes it in the audio. And I always thought, ah, that's going to create some really maybe not so great edits. And he showed me. And what's interesting is you can go down and you have like your waveform and you have the word. So you can see the word above the, the waveform. And when you delete it, you can see where it actually puts crossfades in. So it's, it's, it's fading out the, the cut there and fading in the new word. Uh, there's something else you do. Oh, if there was a big space, like if you had a big space and the word the, you could grab like the word the is on a tab. You just drag it to the left and you get rid of the space. That was pretty cool. And I think Daniel said, yeah, he's saying it in the, the chat room here. Sonics, S-O-N-I-X dot A-I. He said uh, Sonics was a bit more advanced, a little more polished maybe to that out of that. Um, and he says, I think transcription based editing would be great for making audiograms. Yeah, that was uh, there was a guy with a standing. I did. Did anybody get the price? There was a guy that had a voice, not a voice, a audio booth, portable audio booth. And you basically, it was on a stand that made it about five feet tall. And it was basically a big box with a, a flap. And you would put your microphone in there. There was a light in the box and you put the flap over you and then you would record. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Uh, if you want to, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you could do that at your desk as well. I just didn't get the price of it. And uh, I saw that and I was like, hmm, that's, if it was, if it was, I don't know, a hundred bucks or less, I'd think about it, but many, but that's a, including a stand. So that's probably way underpriced, but I did see that acute. You, you, real quick. Let me, you were talking about a, a, a portable audio booth. Yeah. I came across two podcasters this week. They're YouTubers more than they are podcasters, but their, their channel, I'll throw their channel into the chat room. Um, they're called AV, ADV, sorry for, for adventure, but ADV China. And they're in China and they podcast from their their motorcycles. So it's two of them. Yeah, they have GoPros. Then they have microphones that run up into their helmets. And their sound is actually really good. Like for being on a motorcycle, you can't hear the motorcycle. You hear their voice. They must record separately and then put them together. And I, they must do the same thing with the video. And they're going back and forth as they're talking. It's showing the, you know, it's showing them talking from the motorcycles. This isn't voiceover work. This isn't. Um, this isn't, it's, it's incredible what they've done and they've just run the mics up into their, into their, and so they're talking about China as they're riding around, you know, as they're driving around China, really, when you think about a new, a different kind of way that when you said that portable sound booth, uh, that, that just reminded me, you, these guys have taken it kind of to another level of actually showing you, I can't imagine the production time it takes to put one of these videos together. Yeah. Because they have different angles, but you'll see somebody talking and then they'll switch over to the other guy's head cam as he's looking at him and you'll see him talking and his hands moving, you know, kind of thing. Really, really cool. And so I, I, it was a reminder, Dave, to me of like, 
we haven't discovered all the different ways to podcast yet. There's two guys on motorcycles who have figured out how to be riding around. And it's funny. They do an intro and then they have, they have points that they're talking about and then they close it all from the motorcycle. No notes, no screens, no, you know. That's uh, interesting. It's super interesting. I don't know if my link worked in there in the chat room, um, but it, it, a, if you just, if you search ADV China, on YouTube, um, you can get a, just a different way of doing it. I, I'm, I'm super, um, I'm always um, impressed by people who've thought of a different way. They're just not sitting behind a, you know, a desk doing a podcast. Well, Daniel's got the, uh, he's figured it out, vocal booth to go, 300 yeah. bucks. Interesting. Because I, I wanted to go over and play because I'm assuming, the, the big thing that I think a lot of us miss, I think, and this is just my opinion, I think most of the reflection comes from behind you. I think it's me talking into a glass monitor that hits the wall and then bounce. Cause in the end, it's got to come back into the microphone. Well, that means it's coming from this direction, not so much from this direction. Cause most microphones have decent rear rejection. So I'm like, I think it's that. Cause I've done the thing where you put a, uh, you know, you put the blanket over your head and that makes a difference. Why? Cause it's cutting off sound from behind you. So when I saw that, I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. But uh, yeah, vocal boot to go is uh, you can see this. It comes with, I guess, acoustic blankets and because 300 bucks, I'm like, all right, that's, uh, you know, it's not a, a cheap thing. But if I had a real problem with uh, and you're doing solo, that's the other thing. This is not made for two people. <laughs> that's that's the only way. How do I fit my guest in there? Yeah, that's not going to work. You're going to get really close. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Definitely have your breath mints ready and some Listerine for that. But don't, Dave, I mean, we both podcast in environments that are not particularly no. favorable from a sound perspective. You're, you're in just, you're in an office. I'm down here um, in my basement uh, and they sound fine. I, I sometimes wonder if people, if, if we make too big a deal about yeah. that sound, right? Yeah, um, we do. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, well, and you have a great thing behind you. You have a bookcase. Because uh -huh. all those books with different lengths and sizes, it's not any sound that hits that. It's not going to bounce off directly. It's all down here. It's all different. And I've got some really soft surfaces. I mean, I certainly have some hard surfaces. I have five monitors around me. So, I mean, those are some really hard surfaces. But the 2100 is a really good mic for just forgiving, you know, being very forgiving. That was somebody I met, uh, Roger Cloud of Cloudlifter. And he was explaining, wait a minute, his last name is really cloud. I believe he said his name was Roger cloud, but he was explaining how he took these guys to court. Really good old simply sound. Yeah. yeah. Cause it turns out that was a direct ripoff. And he said, so what they did is they changed their circuitry. So it wasn't. And so they've been in and out of court with these guys, but he explained how I said, well, I said, I'm afraid to, to plug mine in. Cause I, I know three people that got one of these after I, I played with it. It was like, wow, this is awesome. It's all this clean gain. And then I blew mine up and I emailed them. And I said, is there a certain way you got to plug this in? And they're like, oh yeah, you have to plug this in, then that, then the phantom power. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, if you get one wrong, it just, you know, and I'll give them credit. They sent me a new one when I blew mine up, but uh, I asked Roger and he goes, no, no, you can plug it in whatever you want. So, and then they have another, that's, it sounds like it's not as, uh, it sounds like it might be a bit pricey. But they have a, a cloud lifter with a knob that allows you to cut out the low end. 
And I was like, Ooh, so he's, uh, he's going to send me some toys to, to play with. Um, uh, but that's another one that, and you'll hear, I'm going to preview the school of podcasting here. And I said this in my acceptance speech was, uh, um, content leads to relationships, which lead to opportunities. So how did I meet Roger cloud? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was his last name. Cause I remember thinking as he's talking to me, I'm like, did he just say cloud? Like, is that why it's a cloud lifter? That's too convenient. Yeah. Like. Um, and, uh, in fact, I have his, let me double check here. I think I put it in my phone, but I, I met Roger cloud because Harry met him. And so Harry must've said, Hey, do you want to meet Dave Jackson or so? I don't know. I'm just standing there and, and Harry's like, Hey, I want to introduce you to somebody. I'm like, I'm talking like, Oh wow. It's the, it's the cloud lifter dude. And so I wouldn't have had that happen except I knew Harry Duran and Harry knew me. Yeah. Cloud microphones.com. Yeah. Yeah. Roger cloud. Cloud. Yeah. (laughs) That's so great. And I'm like, that explains it. So. Oh, that is so great. Yeah. So, uh, so that was interesting. I didn't, uh, and that's where, and they're made in America and apparently um, the other ones are not. And so here's a guy. The other thing was fun about that is that guy is way in, I mean, he is, I don't know. It'd be like asking somebody about a BMX podcast and they just go like way deep into BMX. And this is the last day, the last night. It's literally, I've tried to leave three times. It's probably one thirty, and Roger comes up and just starts going into circuitry. Like, yeah, well, we have the capacitor that does this and the, and then the resistor. And if you do this and that, and I'm like, you know, and the, it's like, I'm in my brain. I'm just like going, wow. I definitely want to check out this guy's stuff, but I'm only getting about 30% because he was just right. so deep right. in the woods. Yeah. So, but super nice guy. And I was like, well, I think I'm a cloud lifter fan now after explaining that. That was kind of cool. Um, and uh, I see Daniel has put wildfirespark.com into the chat That's room. podcaster in a box. Yeah. Ah. They just have a landing page. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was something with an S. Right. Coming July 23rd. Well, uh, oh, and of course. What's sitting next know, to it? I know. It's now, such a sexy mic. But I mean, it's he, so sexy. I don't know if I said this last week or not. Um, that's the whole thing. I've had so many conversations. I'm not sure who's heard what. Chris Kermitzos was at a national convention for speakers. And they had a table for like technology and podcasting. And sitting right there was, of course, the uh, everyone knows it, loves it. Your good friend, the Blue Yeti microphone. Oh, yeah. And, I've, and, got, I've, got, I've got one right here. It yeah. sits on my head. That's my. right. And so Chris said, why, why do you have a blue microphone sitting? What, why, what's up with the Yeti? Cause Chris said, now Chris just thinks it's a bad microphone. I go, it's not a bad microphone. Yeah, it's a good microphone. You just have to know how to use it. Yeah. And uh, he said, they gave it to us for free. And Chris is like, so that's why everybody's using them. He goes, cause that thing got a lot of exposure yeah. and this and that. And he goes, and it's just a display. It is a sexy microphone. It's hot and sexy. Yeah. So it's good looking. I, (laughs) I've thought about just taking it down and putting it in front of me and then, you know, you move, move the microphone off camera so you can't see this one. Well, they, that's the, you know, I I think on tonight's show, they do it that way. They have a thing called Yeti Caster now and it's this Uber, um, boom arm made for the Yeti. So, and then it, it plugs in and hangs upside down. Uh, for those things. I own the mount for those. They're not cheap. No. And they're gigantic. I mean, they are just huge. You know, you take the bass off and it, it was awkward podcasting with it in the early days. It'd like cover Cause you have to get in front of it, right? The, this, that thing, you don't point it at you. You, you have to, you want to come directly at it and it just covers your whole face. You know? So if you're doing live, yeah, exactly. kind of covers your whole it's like, face. 
Hi, welcome to the show. I'm Dave. You know, yeah, except yeah. triple that mic. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's true. I, like I'm not compensating for anything, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. Welcome to the show. <laughs> no, Thank you. That's glad to see everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly the look that you get. And I looked at some of those early podcasts that I did, and I actually got feedback from a listener who was like, "Hey, could you get that mic out of the front of your face so we'd actually like to see you?" Yeah. So I I think this is the number. Um. Oh, uh, see, I, well, it's 938-888-8894. David Hooper was doing this. He's like, hey, I'm testing this. Uh, and he was handing out business cards with his phone number. And so when you do that, you get this email that says, hey, are you ready to build a big podcast? Uh, if so, click here on Android, click here on um, iOS. And when you go over, it takes you right to your listing in Google Podcasts or right to your listing in um, Apple That's Podcasts. Yeah. And you you're, you're one click away from subscribe. And he said, yeah. this is an old musician trick. They would do it to get people to sign up to their newsletter. Right. And I don't know what it is. It's a good idea. But I was like, that was pretty so sweet. Using a text service, right? That yeah. will, they call the number and it will automatically, or not yeah. call it, text that number. Yeah. And I was like, that's because I've seen people do that. I know there's uh lead digits, which is part of lead pages, but I don't have to pay lead pages to get lead digits. And I've always been worried about that because if I start giving out a phone number in my podcast, I'm now married to that company forever, pretty much. Yeah. I wonder if you could use a service or you'd say like just a regular service text, you know, uh, one of those short numbers, text HGG, Home Gadget Geeks for me, uh, ask the podcast coach, mm-hmm. whatever, to this number. And it would send those, but you know, it'd send that same text back to you that would have the subscribe links. Yeah. So, because that's certainly easier for most people to do. That's, you know, put all you have to do is put that on your card, you know, text HGG to 3784 and it'll, it'll send that thing back. That's a really easy thing for, for folks to do. Hmm. I have to think about that. But that was, that was pretty slick. And that was one of my, I think one of my highlights was meeting somebody I've known for years, but never really known or met. And so if I go back to, you know, 2004, 2003, I started working in the music thing and I was, I had a blog for musicians that later became the musician Cybercooler, which was my first podcast. And I was aware of Bob Baker and I was aware of Ariel Hyatt. I'm sitting there and David Hooper comes up and says, Hey, I want to introduce you to somebody. I'm like, Oh, cool. Nice to meet you. I'm Dave. She's like, Yeah, I'm Ariel Hyatt. I'm like, Oh, yeah. She's like, Oh, wait, you're Dave Jackson. I'm like, Yeah. So we're like, Yeah, you're the musician's cooler. Yeah, you're the. So that was cool. And then Dave is known her because he's worked in the music business. And then Ray Palmero, who used to work at Live 365. And then she worked at some other place and now she works for Wondery uh, and I've known her and I'm like, and I'm thinking, okay, you guys have something in like these three people need to know each other. So I'm like, Hey, Ray, do you know, Dave, you know, and it was fun just watching them going, Oh, Oh yeah, I know that guy. And they all know the guy of the person. Oh yeah. I worked with her and it was just fun watching those three figure out, okay, how can we work together? That to me was a lot of fun. Cause I knew it as soon as she walked up, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, these these people have worked enough in different industries that they're going to like just bond. So that was, uh, that was really, really cool. But uh, Holy cow. Look Dave, at, we're at the end of our time. Yeah. I looked at the time it goes, and I'm like, goes fast. That, just like podcast movement. It does. It goes super fast. Yeah. So, but uh, stick around for some post show. I have a, uh, what's the word? You have a racy story. I have a racy story that we'll be talking about that is hilarious. That would only happen in a podcast movement. I'm uh, I am going to leave for a second, so 
Jim, you'll have a good 20 seconds here where I run out of the room because yeah, I meant no, no, no problem. Where I meant to uh, bring something here, and uh, uh, because I may be getting a new backdrop, I'm going to show it to you guys, and you can decide. I, I'm trying to figure this out because I like the I like the pictures. If I tilt this up, there's actually even more pictures. I got, I'm cutting people out because there's Emily right there, the one yeah. and only, with her right. cool with her cool shades and and Lee, and here's SP, and there's uh, Wayne Henderson. I saw him. Uh, at uh, podcast moon, there's Miss Eileen. There's I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, Jim Collison. I, I know he, he doesn't have a beard. That's no, that's it. A beardless Jim Collison. So, but uh, and and John Buchanan was there also. Yeah. By the way, so I got to meet. Oh, I me I met John before he was at MapCon. And that's the other fun thing is as the things winding up. Everyone's like, what's the next? What's the next advice? I think that's the next one is uh, MapCon is next, and then uh, then I think we're done unless uh, Dave does. Podfecta again in uh, 2018. And then for me, I get to go to Australia, which will be great nice. fun. But uh, what's coming up on Home Gadget Geeks? Yeah, we just got done talking about hard drives. So if you if size matters to you, then you want to <laughs> tune in at Home Gadget or at, over at uh, the average guy.tv. DC Podfest. That's right. In November. How can I forget? Um, School of Podcasting will have the extended dance version of my uh, acceptance speech, which is Part history lesson, part education. It'll be fun. Check it out, schoolofpodcasting.com. We're here every Saturday. Ask the podcastcoach.com slash live. Thanks for tuning in. Stick around for some post show. Hey, 